What's good everybody, Ember Kago, Khalif here, and I am really excited because we have a fantastic interview with Ricardo Bear, who's the creative director on Redfall. I'm super excited, not only, first of all, because I'm a huge Arcane fan, been a big fan of all of your games for a long time, and this is one of the, my most anticipated games of the year. So I getting a chance to be here and, and, and getting a chance to get some hands-on. That's is, a lot of pressure. No, I mean, look, you're, you're, <laughs> make, you're making a really good game. And, it, it, and again, like I think all, everyone at home is really excited for it and really... Well, I'm glad you had it. a chance to play it first, so you can say that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not blowing smoke. Like, like Y'all know me, I don't blow smoke. But it's, but it's one of those conversations where I think... You know, we've seen a, a smidgen of the game out mm -hmm. in the world in, in some ways. Um, and I think that anticipation is, is, is pretty high. But before we talk, in, talk about those pieces, yeah, give the folks at home a little bit more information. Because I, I don't know if we can go through the full uh, conversation that we had a little bit earlier yeah, yeah, about some of that. But give me the nutshell about like what the game is, yeah. what, what folks should have an expectation. So uh, Redfall is a first-person open world game. Uh, it's a shooter. You can play the whole thing single player or you can squad up with your friends and play co-op. It's not a special mode. It's like just the same game. You're just playing with your friends. Um, and uh, the situation is uh, it's, it's set on an island, a little town on an island called Redfall, and it's been overrun by vampires. Um, they're super powerful. They've blocked the sun out so they don't, they don't fear the day anymore. They can walk the streets. Um, and they've also pushed the waters back, almost like a, just like a, the whole island is surrounded by this frozen wall of water. So everybody who's still on the island, including you, uh, is cut off from the rest of the world. And uh, when you play, you can pick one of four characters that we have. Uh, we're going to release more characters after launch. Uh, but that's, that's sort of the gist of it. It's like slay vampires, figure out the mystery of Redfall. But talk about the dynamics of having this open world space mm -hmm. where... You really don't know what you're going to get every time you load up because things yeah. are different. The monsters are kind of all over the map. And you as the player, you're finding and kind of battling all these different enemies across a, a pretty large map uh, within, within Redfall. Yeah, that's <clears throat> probably been one of the main challenges for us as a team. Uh, you know, we try, to, we try to do something a little bit new. We try to stretch ourselves creatively with every game that we make. Uh, and so the big thing this time has been making an open world game. Like, how do we take what we like to do as Arcane, which is like deep world building and like letting players tackle problems however they want, uh, but translate that into a big ass open world. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and it's the, this, the results have been super gratifying for us uh, as developers. Um, but like you were saying, what that means is like, you know, there, there are parts of the, you, you can just go in any direction you want, just like an open world game. You know, you'll have a main mission, but uh, you can decide to ignore that and you can just get distracted by all the stuff that pops up out in the open world. Um, and so what that means is like, you know, the first time you go out and run across a particular intersection in the town, like it might be covered in this stuff called death mist, which is like a, a murder fog <laughs> that like the, vampire, the vampires make it. Um, but you know, after you do your mission, you come back the next day, that stuff might be gone, and now instead it's blockaded by cultists who worship you know, one of the vampire gods that you're fighting. And so stuff like that pops up everywhere. It's a very dynamic world. Yeah. 
one of the things that I really thought was 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 super cool because we didn't get a chance to play any co-op stuff yet. Mm -hmm. We played we played single player uh, stuff, yeah. which which actually I'm really happy we were able to do because uh, again I was extremely excited about the buddy up with my friends and go yeah. and go play, but I don't have any friends, so it makes <laughs> so it makes it harder to do that work uh, when you're like I want to actually go play you're the game right. with people Can who someone play with me. Please? Can somebody play with friends yeah. with us? Huh? Yeah. But the the fact that the the single player missions mm -hmm. also feel really complete. In a world that I, that the, the thing I kind of really love actually is the, everything feels lived in. Mm -hmm. And, and, and from the art direction, that's a great piece of, 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 yeah. of the pie. But it also really feels like it plays into the kind of mythos of, of the Redfall Island in that way yeah. too. How important was it to make sure that that single, single player component was, was pretty rock solid? Well, you know, other than some, some things we've dabbled in as a studio in the past, like the crossing, uh, like single player has been traditionally like our bread and butter. Yeah. So we wanted to make sure that we got that right. You yeah. know? And, and adding co-op, we didn't want it to be like, you know, because sometimes you might see a game where like the co-op feels like it's a different mode, you know what I mean, or it's right. like something tacked on. Uh, but for us, we wanted to make sure it was like, no, it's literally the same stuff. You're just playing with a friend now. Your yeah. friend just drops into your game. Uh, we don't uh, we don't tether the players together. Like if you want to, you can split up and be like, I'm going to this part of the island. You're going, I'm going to this part. Now, the way the game mechanics work, that's not a great idea. Sure. <laughs> because right. like uh, when you when more players jump into the game, the difficulty climbs, ah, uh, and okay. so you'll get torn up by the vampires if they catch you if they catch you out alone, right? right? And in fact, we if you play co-op, we have some cool game mechanics called the trust system where like huh. like sticking together actually gives you like buffs to help you like resist uh, the vampires. So so, so yeah. okay, really quick. So yeah. if you do decide to kind of split off in your own yep. directions, I know in many, many games like this there's a kind of snatch you back yeah, to, that to your team that doesn't happen. Nope. Ooh, that's great. I yeah. love that. And so I do you're like taking a risk. It's like I could go after you. We let's split up. You know it's like yeah. every every scary movie, let's split up don't do that. Yeah, yeah, you, you can and you might get away with it, but like it's harder, you know what I mean? I and I love the buff system that you just yeah. talked about is like sticking together actually does kind of give you yep. more more ability to kind of do what you want within that space. Yeah. One of the things I really really found interesting was the um, uh, enemy variation too, which was mm -hmm. super super cool. Um, it went into a space where I was fighting this one vampire who would kind of siphon your blood from you. Yes. And I hate them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're kind of jerks. They're, they're jerks. Um, talk a little bit about that, too. <laughs> I heard too, somebody scream, that's my blood! <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I mean, look, I mean, hey, please go donate. Anyway, yeah. uh, but it was one of those conversations, too, which I think Arcane does really, really well, which mm -hmm. is variation in terms of the baddies in mm -hmm. the game. How, how cool was it to be able to kind of think about vampires in this new way? Because I think, you know, vampire yeah. stories are, can be rote, but yep. this is one that feels really new in the way that you've kind of figured yeah, out. Yeah, that's a great question. Like we, you know, it's funny because from the perspective, uh, from our perspective as developers, we're always like, man, we had like 10 more we wanted to get in the game. Sure. And so it's always, it's never enough for us. Um, but, uh, you know, vampires as a, as a, as a bad guy, yeah. are, I think they're, all, they're universally appealing. And throughout history, they're, they, they're always popular because people reinvent them. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're always a metaphor for something depending on what the time period is like going back all the way to like Bram Stoker yep. you know versus like you know like a, something like Lost Boys or whatever you know and so now we have a chance to to take that 
you know, perennially popular monster and do our own spin on it. Yeah. Well, I think, and, and, and just even from a design perspective, they're mm. slinky now. They're like yeah. wispy in a, in a really cool way, which, which was fun. I, talk a little bit more about the kind of thought process that you and the team went through in that reinvention of the vampire for, for this particular game. So I think, and we think as a team, that like in order, in order for them to be recognizable as vampires, yeah. they have to have some things, right? You can't change everything because then you don't, it's not a vampire anymore. Sure. So we decided to stick to some of the classics, like they gotta have fangs, they gotta they gotta want to drink your blood, right. they hate the sun, right? And you can you gotta stake them in the heart to finish them off. But we dropped some of the like older, more classical things, like they don't they don't need permission to come into your house, they don't uh, they don't give a shit about garlic, uh, you know, like they don't care about crosses. Um, so they were, without giving too many spoilers sure. away, they they are they are creatures that were like. Um, it was started by people doing some research around longevity, so like a biotech startup, um, <clears throat> and they discovered some cool, like you know, psychic abilities and longevity-related stuff. Uh, and they they turned themselves into what they wanted to be. Right? Ah, it's not an accident. It's yeah. not uh, our vampirism is not like a disease that's like, oh no, I got bit. I'm gonna turn someone, you know, find the cure. Or there sure. is no cure. They, it's more like a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. They wanted ah. to become what they are. They were already vampires in a way, right, on the inside. Huh. Um, I love that twist on that because yeah. that changes again lore, which I think is gonna be a yeah. big part of this game, and it's gonna drive the story along and all those pieces. But that I love that kind of angle to that. And speaking to to the having to stake him in the heart. Mm -hmm. uh, Part. And also, I didn't know the whole like had to ask you to come into your house thing. Oh that's, yeah, that's that's a rule in some in some vampire I, I, stories. I, I, somebody, please, if like, you're gonna watch Fright this, Night like, let me know that. how that works. Because that's like, <laughs> hey y'all, like it's like the shark. It's yeah. like the shark from the SNL stuff. Like that. Uh, Candy Graham. Um, <laughs> right. Da -da. Da -da -da -da. Yeah. But I think the staking the heart part. I think mm -hmm. from a gameplay perspective, it, you know, it's lore specific. It, it yeah. leads into that too. But I think that changes the way that the battles work in yeah. the game too. Talk a little bit about the. The, the way you all thought about the combat, that kind of one-to-one, -one, and the team fights that you wound up having well, in a game like Well, like, early on when we were prototyping, we realized that, like, if we don't have sp special rules around how you have to defeat the vampires, they're, they're really just another person. Sure. They're just trying to claw you or whatever, you know? And so uh, when we finally put in the, like, because we, we didn't have it initially just because we didn't have it finished yet, but uh, early on when we finally got the staking in, it was like, okay, this feels like... They feel like vampires now. Yeah. They can't just shoot them in the face. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it changes the pace. Like in most shooters, you're like, you know, 99% of the time, you're like ducking behind cover and shooting stuff. And even even shooters that have melee creatures, this is different because you've got to like, I need to switch to a weapon to stake them, or I need to equip a special weapon to finish them off because yeah. uh, bullets can slow them down, but it won't take them out. Mm. Yeah, and I, and I like that kind of. Um that switch between the human mm -hmm. enemies in the game and the vampires too, which yeah. you, you then have so many different tactics you have to kind of employ. Like yep. I was killing one, I was killing a vampire all on one side with a UV mm -hmm. light and then flipped it to had to go shoot a human. Yeah. And it was like, oh, this isn't this isn't the same thing that I would need to <laughs> right. do here as opposed to, to in yeah, that space. Exactly. And, and it's nice to be able to see all those kind of um, enemy uh, tactics kind of interplay too. Like mm -hmm. there were a couple that, you know, looked at me and, they, and then they kind of like were the the radar beacons for that one spot, and then there were other ones that did the siphon of the blood stuff yep. in that way, which also felt like, again, I was I was worried about, because at first I was like, oh, I'm running through these cats. Like, I'm not yeah. I'm not worried. And then I ran into one that was a couple a levels higher. Yeah, yeah, special. 
and that special wrecked my face. And I was like, <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah. But it felt cool because then it made me take a step back and say, all right, right. I need to be more tactical. Use my powers or switch weapons or something that like that. That stuff was cool. I, and I also love the, um, the vampire nest Oh, cool. Idea too. One. I found one. Okay. Uh, and that kind of, you, you know, talk a little bit actually about that because I think that that was yeah. a, a fun part. That's of one of my favorite too. things um, that our level design team and others have been working on. Uh, so there's this idea that out in the open world, uh, the vampires uh, create these nests sometimes, mm. <clears throat> and it's 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 random procedural. Like you don't know where they're going to pop up. Yeah. But they show up as these little doors, and the door has like an area around it that grows over time. I don't know if you saw that, but like if yep. you ignore it, the, the area of influence that it has, it keeps growing over time. Yeah. And any vampire uh, that, it, or even a cultist, in fact, that's in that zone, they're like twice as strong. Yeah. And so I love this because uh, it's a little unpredictable how the systems like play with each other yeah. because you could have a mission that's like, yo, you need to go take, you know, go over here to this like, uh, you know, this gas station and find some medical supplies or whatever. Like you have a mission, right? Um, when you first get that mission, the nest, there's no nest, right? But yeah. then if you're just goofing around, like all of a sudden a door will show up and the area will suddenly overlap the mission area that you're headed towards. And now you're like, uh -huh. hmm. So you have a choice now. It's like, do I just stay on my mission and potentially run into bad guys that are twice as hard? Or do I divert and dive into the nest and take it out? Huh. And when you... When you go into the nest, uh, the nest is like a tiny vampire dungeon. Mm. <laughs> it's not like the open world. It's like this dark, spooky cave. Uh, it's it's procedurally generated, uh, randomly generated out of dungeon tiles, basically. It has a huge heart at the bottom of it, and it's full of vampires that are sleeping. And so uh, you can get in, blow up the heart, and then get back out. And if you, and if you uh, beat the nest, you get all kinds of cool rewards, but yeah. also you get the benefit of like it's gone from the world, from the overworld now, and it's not you know jacking up your missions. It's not taking up all that space. Yeah. I mean, I also love the, the the conversation about the kind of um, leveling of the rook, the, yeah. the the which is the kind of big big baddie in terms yes. of some of the gameplay mechanics. Talk a little bit about that, because I because that scared the hell out of Did me. Did you, you trigger first... one? Yes, and I didn't like it. It was not fun. <laughs> It was not fun because, because it, we had talked and you yeah. gave a really great uh, early uh, presentation did about like, what we were going to. Of course he did. He like ran through me. I was like, this is unreasonable. He's like a linebacker or whatever. Yeah, yeah it was like, yeah. all right, Lawrence. Yeah. Lawrence Taylor <laughs> just ran through and just yeah. beat my ass. Um, or it's like that commercial with uh, the, the guy who's like the. Uh, what's his name? Terry. Uh, Terry Cruz. Terry Cruz. Yeah, 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 thank you. Where he's just like, yeah, pile driving people. But um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, we, we took a little bit of inspiration from Prey. Um, mm. So there's this creature called the Nightmare in Prey that'll like track you down if you do, you know, if you do a certain number of things, it, it gets mad at you and tries to find you. So uh, it's very similar in Redfall. Um, if you continue to uh, be aggressive towards the vampires, like you, com you complete missions, you're killing vampire specials, uh, you know, rescuing civilians, like doing all the stuff uh, to hurt their, their dominion, uh, they notice and this like meter will start building and if it crosses a certain line Then they send the rook after you and the, <laughs> and the rook is this like he's like a tank uh, He comes from he comes down from the sky with all this like red lightning and he does he basically won't stop coming after you until uh, you defeat him or until he wins and kills yeah. you. Yeah. Um, so you can you kind of have to pay attention to that meter, you know uh, to, to, to see like oh 
So sometimes, if you're watching it, you'll see like, if I if I kill this yeah. next vampire, it's gonna tip it over, and I need to be ready for a fight. You know. That part, and that part again, it's the thing I'm really coming to with this yeah. that that I'm finding so exciting is, it just feels like whenever I'm gonna play this with my friends. Yes that there will always be something new that I'm like, oh, I didn't expect that to happen. Yeah. And the things that you do have an expectation for, you then have to like really coordinate and say, we're gonna yeah. figure out how to handle this in this way. Um, we're almost out of time, but I, I wanna ask you a couple more questions. Mm -hmm. For folks who are coming to this for the first time, yeah. and, and, and are really excited for, for the game, what's one of the first things that you think that they should poke at? In, in, in the systems <laughs> or the kind of the mm. gameplay? What's the first thing you think that, they, that you should tell people, like, try this first? Um, man, that is a good question. Uh, I think the game, like, you know, this is true of most games. You, there's, like, the first couple hours of the game is trying to, like, teach you about the game. Sure. You know what I mean? And so I think the game really oh, opens up, like, uh, once you've unlocked all your powers. Mm. Because that's, that gives you, like, flexibility now. You know what I mean? Every hero has a unique set of powers, yeah. which is a good reason to tr try another hero or try another playthrough. Um, and so once you unlock all of your, like, main powers, that's when you have... That's when you can be, like, super dynamic, you know? And so uh, and so then I would encourage people, like, use your powers. Like, mm. the game is... If you, if you just, like, try to play this, like, a normal, just, like, run-and-gun shooter, you yeah. know, you'll get eaten up. Uh, you got to switch tactics. That, yeah, I'm, I'm happy you said that because that mm -hmm. was a thing. I, I really stuck with one character for for this run yeah. in this playthrough, um, and it, it made me wish that I had tried the other ones because of that kind yeah. of connected connected uh, ability to the mm -hmm. world and, and being able to kind of do that stuff. Um, before we let you go, yeah, favorite vampire movie, favorite vampire lore <laughs> thing that um, is connected to the vampire world. What's okay, yours? so I have. I kind of have a soft spot for some of like 80s classics like Lost Boys. Yep. That's super fun. Yep. But recently, uh, I have to say, even though it's a different vibe, like what we do in the shadows yep. is like my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Like Nandor the Relentless is oh probably my, my favorite vampire so ever. Oh, good. It's so dumb and so funny. I love so it. Good. Yeah. So good. So, I mean, look. Yeah. It's good. I, I mean, that's that's a perfect reason why you should check this yep. out. If that's if that's in the ethos of all of this in some form or fashion, in the back of this man's mind, <laughs> that means that that's a good a good a good thing to tackle. So again, thank you so much for all spending right. some time with me. Again, super excited for the game. Let the folks know at home when they should have an expectation to go play everything. Uh, the game is going to be out on PC and on uh, Xbox Game Pass May second, um, and it's got crossplay too. So if your buddies are on PC or whatever, you can play with them. Yeah, uh, I, I really hope you get to play co-op because I can tell you're gonna like that. I mean, look, I don't, I don't know. It's it's hard but out you here. You gotta for, find your friends first. It's, it's hard <laughs> out here for a friendless man. It's hard out here. I don't know. I thank God for crossplay because that's, that's gonna save my ass in so many different ways. Again, thank you so much for spending time with me today, everybody at home in Chicago. Massive love to you. We're gonna talk more about Redfall. We have some fun stuff to show, some gameplay, uh, and some other goodness, and some other goodness uh, coming up very, very soon. So we'll have more for you much later. Much love. And peace. Bye-bye.